Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. I didn't mean to startle you, but I have to see you. I was looking out the window this morning and saw you arrive back at Kenway Castle. I would have rung for you. Oh, yes, of course, madam. It was quite unnecessary for you to come out of the kitchen. But, uh, do, do pardon me for a moment. Well, never mind rushing madly to get into your butler's coat or whatever you call it. There's more important things. As I said, I would have rung, but I didn't want one of the maids to show up instead of you. Yes, madam. Uh, of course, madam. Well, I... Sorry, I startled you. Oh, quite all right, madam. I, I confess I did think that you and Mr. Piper and family returned to London last Wednesday. Marlowe, do you recall helping my husband put on a suit of armor so he could pretend he was the Kenway ghost and oh. try to scare me? Oh, yes, madam. Mr. Piper did seem to feel, madam, that it would be rather amusing. It was not my idea. Oh, I know whose idea it was. He came clanking into the bedroom where I was packing the suitcases. And for your information, Marlowe, I was not frightened. Oh, I'm very happy to hear it, madam. Yes. It's the sort of practical joke that is unfortunately not all over the news, shall we say. Yes, well, my husband and I have been saying that for two days. You recall, Marlowe, that immediately after you helped him into the army, you were called home to see your sick mother. Of course, madam. Well, the point is that you apparently did not... Oh, oh I'm sorry. How is your mother? Oh, much better, madam. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. The point is, you did not tell my husband how to get out of that suit of armor. And Lord and Lady Kenway took our Aunt Effie and my daughter off on some historic tour of the countryside, and they're not back. You said the armor nearly unbuckled. But it doesn't nearly unbuckle, Marla. We have tried everything. You can't need it. You can't need it. Mr. Piper's still in it. Mr. Piper is still in it. <laughs> Chances are, Junior doesn't go for the idea of exchanging a baseball glove for a school bag. But you can make school days a fascinating adventure. Begin now by planning shopping expeditions for school supplies. Let your child help with the planning and the shopping. And then when school opens, make sure he gets off to a good start by keeping an intimate touch with his progress. Through close cooperation with your child and his teacher, you can make this his happiest, most productive school year. Putting it another way... Happy the child in grades one to three, whose mother gets him the fascinating telephone dialing game, Dial and Spell. Dial and Spell, one of the famous fun and learning Milton Bradley teaching aids. Like all basic Milton Bradley teaching aids, Dial and Spell is teacher approved, grade identified, and it's fun. For other keys to fun and learning in reading, arithmetic, social studies, shop for Milton Bradley teaching aids at fine stores everywhere. For fun and learning, Milton Bradley teaching aids. <laughs> Darling? Yes? Darling, good news. It was Marlowe I saw, and he's here. Come in, Marlowe. Come in. Oh, I say. Oh, I say, sir. Get me out of this. You get me out of this. Since Wednesday, sir. Can't have been in the suit of armor since Wednesday. Can't believe it. Well, he has, Marlowe. That's impossible, sir. 
Why didn't Potter? I, 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 plenty of times so the children dressed up in suits of armor, and Master Charles and his friends from Oxford, and I never, sir, never, sir, any of them being unable to remove the suit of armor. Then you've heard of it now. Dear, dear, now he's... Well, what's he going to do, just stand there saying he hasn't heard of it? Went for two days. Down here two days? Sir, I informed you, it merely... Unbuckle? All right, all right, you merely unbuckle it, if you please. I think you'll notice, Marlow, that I have unbuckled all the leather straps and buckles, but each piece of armor seems almost fastened together, and it won't open, none of them. Uh, uh, do stand still, sir. Ah, uh, 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 oh, yes, I see. Most unusual. Of course, I'm not familiar with this particular suit of armor, sir. It was taken from the West Tower Room, which Lord Kenway has not yet completed nor catalogued, sir. Well, you do admit something's got to be done other than merely unbuckle. Most definitely, sir. Yes. And I suggest that I fetch a mechanic from the village as quickly as possible, sir. No, no, you're not going all the way to the village. It's a matter of expediency, sir. You follow me, sir? With Lord Kenway arriving back at any moment, I'm in the most difficult position, sir. You, you are, look, I hate to sound like a guy who's always complaining, but if you had been rattling around in a suit of armor... You don't seem to understand, sir. When you first suggested getting into a suit of armor and pretending to be a ghost, I comprehended at once, sir, the humor of your little prank. <laughs> and yes. I hope I'm not without a bit of humor myself, sir. Oh, yes, yes, I, I, I know. You, you were most helpful. However, it's not occurred to me, sir. Anything like this might happen, and Lord Kenway does not share our appreciation of practical jokes, if you follow me now, sir. And especially with what of his, no doubt, valuable 15th century suits of armor. Well, I follow you, Marlowe, and I will keep him out of sight until you get back from the village with a mechanic. Thank you, madam. Of course, I don't believe I've said, sir, how very sorry I am. I, I'm sure it's most uncomfortable. Sir, Pete says get a mechanic, even if he has to bring an acetylene torch. enough. I do hope you haven't been worried. Well, now, Lady Kenway, I said you mustn't apologize. Goodness, it's just been a real adventure. Now, I really have something to write home about. Oh, <laughs> Mommy, we just had a oh. wonderful time. Have you, dear? Well, I'm so glad. No, I wasn't worried, Lady Ken Kenway. After all, you phoned, and then Aunt Effie phoned later, so I wasn't well, worried. Well, I had no idea when Robert suggested taking your aunt and Betsy for a short drive that we would find ourselves involved in oh. storms and bridges washed out oh. and detours and yes. goodness knows on the same battlefield where Richard II gathered his forces together. And the same type of storm broke out on September the 4th, 1368. Robert, I think Miss Sorensen has had enough history to last her her life. Oh, I have just loved every minute of it. And then to stay last night with the Duke and Duchess at Dudley Castle. Oh, my goodness. You don't know what you missed. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Well, I better go back here. Suppose we're leaving right away. Well, Come on up, sir. Yes, yes, I, I will, Aunt Effie. Oh, I'm going to see Thomas about that mare. Let me know when Marlowe gets back. I have an errand for you. All right, Robert. Mrs. Piper, I do hope you're not sorry you told my daughter you'd stop in Sears when you were in England. I'm afraid it's been a bit more than you bargained for. Well, no, no, it, it's been wonderful, and we must be on our way as soon as we're up. Uh, ready. Of course. <laughs> but you must have lunch before you set out, and I'll go and see about that at once. Oh, What's the matter, Mommy? Were you worried about us? No, 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 not about you. Now, listen, come on up to our bedroom, Betsy. Hurry up. Now, I don't want you to say a word to Lord or Lady Kenway. But... <laughs> oh! Hey, 
Sophie. She's seen your father. something so she knew it was you. Look, I didn't even see Aunt, Aunt Effie. Effie. I heard voices. I thought it was Marlowe. And I opened the bedroom door and here's Aunt Effie. She just Here. took one look Here. at me and passed out. Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Why is Daddy just up like oh. that? Yes, yes, look, right. you, you just fainted, Aunt Effie. You, oh, you did not I... see a ghost, Aunt Effie. It's me. Oh, you mean it's I, Daddy. All right, all right. It's I. Don't you, Daddy. Oh, You're the one who always insists on her being grammatical. Well, uh, under the circumstances, I hardly think being grammatical is... Oh. Or it's me. It's I. It's I. Oh, it's me. I thought... I, I thought... Yeah, I... I know what you thought, Andy. Look, I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I, I scared you. Oh, yes. honestly. My heart's just beating like a sledgehammer. Well, I would certainly like an explanation of that get-up. He was going to be funny the other afternoon, Aunt Effie. He got Marlowe to help him into a suit of armor so he could come clanking into the bedroom where I was packing. So in he comes. Ooh, I'm the Kenway ghost. He moans or something, you know, murdered in my sleep. Well, it seemed like a funny idea at the time. Well, what did you do? Leave the armor on so when I got back you could scare the life out of me? He can't get it off. Get your story ready to tell Lord Kenway about how we Americans love practical jokes. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. It's new. It's special. What's this? Continental six-month floor wax in a new special size? Yes. Now, for the first time, you can get the new special size six-month floor wax for just about half the price of the regular can. That's right. The very same Wonder Wax that's guaranteed not to walk away, wash away, wear away for six full months is now available for the amazing low price of only 79 cents. Imagine, with new special size six-month floor wax, you can end weekly waxing drudgery and save money, too. Yes, wax just once with six-month floor wax and the same normal care that keeps your floors clean now keeps them gleaming bright resistant for six full months or your money back. So why be a slave to your floors? Relax. Don't wax. Look for six-month floor wax in the new half-price special size today. Only 79 cents everywhere. Get Continental six-month floor wax now. you understand how it happened, Lord Kenway? No, no, no. Can't say I do at all. Well, look, just just get me out of it, will you? Then go into more detail for Peter. I no, have dear, been in this thing for... Dear, dear Lord Kenway, he, he only meant to play a little well, practical joke, don't you see? Yes, yes, he said that, but what I can't see is, what is the joke? Well, I'd say the joke is that he got into it, and then he couldn't get out. <laughs> Aunt Effie, please, it's all embarrassing enough, and I think what we should do now is to try and help him. Well, I'm not. You scared the life out of me. I suppose you think you were very funny. Well, I don't. Oh, my uh, Robert, God. now you know what Jane has written to us many times. That Americans are very fond of practical jokes. Robert, it's like the time at Oxford when you tied the headmaster to the bridge and he nearly drowned. Oh, yes, well, that, that was very funny. But, but I can't see the humor to this. Why should anyone pretend to be a ghost when we already have a ghost in Kenway Cup? Lord Kenway, my husband thought he'd pretend to scare me. You see, I, of course, I wasn't scared. Well, I should think not. That's the whole point. 
Why would anyone be scared of a ghost? Why, we see him all the time, don't we, dear? He never centuries. Never bothers anyone, minds his own business. Feel a bit sorry for him. There you are. Robert, some people don't even like the idea of ghosts. But let's forget that now and do get Mr. Piper out of this armor. I don't understand it. Assemble many suits of armor, but this is the first one I've seen that doesn't merely unbuckle. No, we had it. Barlow, what do you make of it? Most unusual, sir. But rather than keep Mr. Piper in this state any longer, Lord Henry, I fetched the mechanic from the village. All right, put it to work, but don't damage the suit. No, no. Sit there. Are you sure our daughter is quite happy married to an American? These people have said so, dear, and they're friends of hers. Exactly. That's what I mean. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn with Margaret Hamilton... Francie Myers, Pat Baxter, Melville Cooper, and Anthony Kemble Cooper, and is produced by Walter Hart.